Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Negler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels, including Facebook. That's right. We have a Facebook page, people. It only took two years. We didn't get the old one back. <laughs> we finally decided it was kind of stupid to be sitting here years later uh, with a Facebook page that had been hacked the second day of the draft uh, two years ago. Like We know multiple people who work for Meta, and we still couldn't retrieve it. Our old page had over 50,000 followers. Our new one eh, is approaching 1,000 right now since we launched it, launched it this afternoon. But if you are on Facebook, please go follow us and enjoy the offerings that we have there with your grandparents on Facebook. I know a lot of you, some of you, come to this chat every day via my blogger page on Facebook. Now we have a Cheesehead TV proper page that will be taking over, so to speak, after a while. Not quite yet, but after a while, we'll eventually have Packers Daily over there on the Cheesehead TV page. But for now, just hit like, just just follow the, the page. I just We just need to get the numbers up. Um, so good to see everybody in the comments. Speaking of everyone engaging here, both on YouTube and Facebook. So good to see everybody. Uh, before I get going, though, I, I want to give a shout out to Jaden Reed, the X factor of the Packers offense, to my eyes. I don't think people understand what a difference this kid is going to make. And not necessarily because he's going to get a ton of touches and or even opportunities. But I think when he does and his presence on the field, it's going to change this offense in a really positive way. And I'll say, dare I say, maybe not dramatic way, but a significant way. There's no way you can look at his skill set and what he has to offer as far as both being utilized in the slot, a traditional slot role. We've seen some of that this summer, but then also in the what I guess I would call the Tyler Irvin role from back in early 2020. I think this kid's going to be all over the place and you're never really going to know how they're going to try and utilize him. And I think that's going to keep defensive coordinators up at night eventually. Of course, obviously, right out of the gate. You're not a defensive coordinator in the NFL sitting, this rookie's going to hurt me. I don't think you're worried about that. But I do think over time, teams are going to come to understand that this guy is going to be a problem. I think you marry his athleticism and explosiveness, and we've seen some of that on display already here this summer, uh, and then you put it in a structure of an offense that, as Matt said when he was first hired, has the illusion of complexity, and you're always kind of worried about where is he going, what's he doing, I'm here to tell you, I, I'm not going to predict like, oh, he's going to have 10 touchdowns. You're going to have a thousand yards or anything of that nature. But I do think he's going to be a significant component that gives defenses trouble just because your eye discipline, your idea, your rules, as far as what you're supposed to do when there is motion. And then, oh my gosh, there he is in the flat and he's got the ball in his hands and oh my gosh, I got to go. And then all of a sudden, the next play, you've got him lined up in the backfield. Then the next play, he's just a slot guy with a two-way go, and he's hurting your slot corner. I just, Jane Reed has probably not been given the love he probably should be, uh, just because Jordan Love takes up so much oxygen, the fact that it's his first year as a starter. And I understand that. It's the quarterback position. That's the way it goes. But I think any other year, if this kid had been around when Rodgers was still playing in Green Bay, we'd be talking a lot more about him because I think he is going to do a lot of damage, uh, both with the ball in his hand and without it. And here's the other thing. I still think he's our prob 
probably our primary punt returner. We just haven't seen him do it in preseason games because he had that shoulder injury uh, in practice a couple weeks ago. Hopefully he's all healed up, though, and they're ready to unleash him because this kid is going to be special. I think he's going to be a major problem for defenses, and I can't wait until he's in the end zone at Soldier Field on Sunday because that's going to be a lot of fun. Hello to everybody in the comments. Hope you're doing well. So many folks. Brandy's here. Of course, Brandy's here. YouTube user, what a handle. Thanks for the super sticker. Really, really appreciate it. Appreciate the support. Congrats to your new business venture and congrats to the value you place on your girls. I always look forward to listening to you each day. I don't very often make it live. Keep up the awesome work. Thank you, YouTube user. That's very, very, very nice of you. Thanks so much. Mike, thanks for the super chat. Better Packers moment. Thigpins drop slash pools catch. Oh, that's a ooh, that's a good one. Um man. Oh, that's starting out hot here, Mike. I will say, I know Corey undoubtedly has a soft spot for the Thigpin drop simply because he was in the end zone where Thigpin dropped it. He was sitting up there, like right there. So that's a pretty significant moment in Corey's history. Uh, but as far as Packers history goes, oh man, I don't know. What's funny is I was in Lambeau when the pool drop happened. And I was there that night in Lambeau against Denver when they clinched the division because of the drop. Or the, the catch, sorry. I, ooh, ah, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to go with Poole's catch simply because uh, it was so electric to see the reaction to something that wasn't happening in the stadium after the game itself had pretty much been decided. And then to see the reaction from the, the, the suites down into the stands, down to the players and coaches, that was a pretty magical moment. So I don't know. That, that's a tough one, man. That's a that's a Sophie's choice right there. John, thanks for the super chat, man. Nag's been traveling with the missus, but congrats on all the changes to Cheesehead TV. Excited for the future and being able to keep annoying you about the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, you won a series because the ball went off the pitcher's cleat. Oh, you're great. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind of. But, John, I mean, there's not tons of changes. That's the thing. It's like, yes, it is significant that Cheesehead TV is its own entity for the first time ever, essentially. Um, but, you know, nothing changes on your end as far as the public. We're same content, hopefully growing, continue to do more, bring you guys lots of fun stuff, you know, carry the G beer, um, you know, everything we do around the brand. I just hopefully it continues to grow. But thank you, John. Really appreciate it, man. Nick, thanks for the super chat, man. Just bought a All You Need Is Love shirt on the Cheesehead TV site. Can't wait. P.S. Needs Spotted Cow in Jersey. Uh, Nick, you ain't lying about that last part. That's why when you go to Wisconsin, you have to fly out, usually out of Milwaukee, Appleton, or Green Bay, where they have those cases of Spotted Cow that you can bring on the plane with you. You can buy them there in the airport. That stuff is magical. We got to get that for Carrie the G. Brandy, Brandy with a super chat. Look at this. You ready for this journey that will make you laugh, cry, and shout? I am. Brandy, I hear you. And I greatly appreciate the super chat because I'm pretty sure I'm going to see you on happy hour in about an hour. And you still took it upon yourself to give a super chat. I really appreciate it, Brandy. Um, but yes, yes, I am. How great is it to be on the precipice of something new? 
And I get it's going to be tough at times. I get it's going to be frustrating at times. I get I am so ready for everyone to say at some point, like week three or four, the Jets have won a bunch of games and people are, you miss Rodgers yet? Like, no, it was time. And I welcome the frustrations. I welcome the bumps in the road because that's about how you grow. You know, so I'm right there with you, Brandy. I'm very excited. Very, very excited. Vex, what's up, man? Thanks for Super Chat. Darnell Savage still being on the roster is eh, but whatever. Darnell Savage being one of the best safeties options on the roster? Woof. Yeah, there's no there's no question. I actually literally just posted right before I went live my uh, first Let's Talk Football with Andy Herman for the season, and we talked about this. We talked about the fact that safety is, without question, the one glaring weakness on this roster. You, you can't put it any other way. So... Yeah, but at the same time, it's a major roster reset, and you can't fill every hole in an offseason. I don't kill Brian for that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff, thanks for the super chat. It's been a long time since we had this much uncertainty for a first game, and I kind of like it. Thoughts? Well, Jeff, here's the thing. I've been pretty certain the last couple of years that uh, they were going to show up, and then they didn't. So I, I don't even, I'm even like, they could show up and completely lay an egg, and I can't say I'd be surprised. Now, do I think they're going to? No, but who knows? I'm with you, man. The the uncertainty is fun. But at the same time, that does mean the door is open for catastrophe. I'm just saying. Week one is a beast, man. You remember in seven when Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt are getting ready to go meet John Doe? Or they're, they're, they're going to go with John Doe out to the final spot. And they're getting ready. And they're, they're I think Brad Pitt is shaving to get the wire put on him. And... Morgan Freeman says, if John Doe's head should split open and a UFO should fly out, I want you to have expected it. That's pretty much a perfect encapsulation of what week one in the NFL is. And not necessarily with the Packers, but just league-wide. Like There's always like a game or two or three that are just completely gobsmackingly unexpected. And who knows? Maybe Packers-Bears is one of them. So, yeah, man. it's uh. Anything can happen. Don Vito, thanks for the super chat. What song should open up the season? Ramstein, Duhast, or Sandstorm? I lean the former. What say you? Man, Ramstein to open the season. Um, man, I don't know. I'll have to have a think on that, man. That's that's a tough one. Chris, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Nags, I saw the video about Jordan Love not having to be a Hall of Famer. Wondering if you think that could still spell a Super Bowl for us early reach, I know. Chris, yeah, of course it could. I mean, hello. Just because you say he doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer doesn't mean he doesn't have to be a good quarterback because, obviously, you don't get to the Super Bowl without a good quarterback for the most part. 
Yes, there are outliers like Brad Johnson or Trent Dilfer or what have you who are still serviceable NFL quarterbacks who got to a Super Bowl on the strength of a really good to great defense. But yeah, no, he doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer. Now that said, yeah, you can make a Super Bowl, especially in this scheme. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo and um, Jared Goff have both played in Super Bowls. Now, no, they didn't win them, but eh, you can't put that completely on them in either of those cases. But you've got the scheme and the talent at quarterback. If you surround him with enough kind of talent and you get a few breaks. Now, obviously, that's true of literally any Super Bowl champion. Yeah, you can absolutely win a Super Bowl with somebody who's not a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer. Uh, the the margin for error certainly goes down. There's no doubt about it. But yeah, no, it doesn't preclude. It doesn't take Super Bowl contention off off the table in any way, shape, or form. Tonezilla, what's up? Thanks to the super chat. Musgrave will be a nightmare for safeties and linebackers. From your super chat to the football gods' ears, I hear you, man. The thing that I'm excited about when it comes to Musgrave is how clear it is that they have a very specific set of plays for him. Like, it's not about like, oh, here's the scheme and we're going to fit you into it. We were there this summer. There were tons of plays where he is the main read. Like, they have been drawn up for him. Love that. Uh, What else we got? John, thanks again. More targets at the end of the year? Reed or Dobbs? Oh, I'll go with Dobbs there. I think Dobbs is a pretty easy one, provided he's healthy. We'll see. But yes, I think that's definitely Dobbs. Matthew, thanks for the super chat. Cheers for everything you do and the content you bring us. Have a beer on the Packers family from over the pond, buddy. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks for uh, checking out the stream. And thanks for uh, staying up late. Accidental Hero, haven't seen you in forever. What's up, man? Denver coaches didn't learn Emmanuel Wilson's name. In Green Bay, they treated him like a draft pick. How much of an advantage is our culture? That's a really good point, man. Um, it's I'm not going to say it's a significant advantage, but it's certainly something you can sell, especially to undrafted free agents. And it's something they have done a lot of over the course of you know, the last 10, 15 years because you do get a chance, and it is mostly a meritocracy. Yes, obviously draft stock will always kind of play into things. But, yeah, by and large, the Packers do an excellent job of giving guys opportunities where if they take advantage of them, they are going to get more of them, and they're going to have an actual chance to see the field or to participate or contribute in some way. So, yeah, I think that's definitely an advantage. I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't say it's a monster one, but every little bit helps when you're trying to persuade guys to take a chance on Green Bay, whether that is in undrafted free agency post-draft or whether that is in typical free agency although obviously in that case money does most of that talking but yeah the culture is definitely an advantage no doubt about it uh joe thanks for super chat man Jaden reed or two tight ends on the field more versus the bears oh joe if i had the game plan i'd give it to you buddy i have no idea i know i'd have Jaden reed out there a lot more but that's just me this is how i roll jerry sturgeon thanks so much for the super sticker really appreciate it man uh seeker thanks to the super chat any update on dobbs no we have not had any kind of contact with the team uh matt was scheduled to speak yesterday and then they canceled that so uh when we hear from lafleur tomorrow will be the first kind of chance we've had to get any kind of update 
Um, don't have any update on Dobbs or Darnell Savage, who also missed practice last Friday. Don't forget. So we shall see. Matt, thanks for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Very succinct and to the point. Go, Pat, go. Can't beat that, man. That's uh, all you really need to say right there. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that we have a YouTube versus Facebook argument going on. That's that's fun. That's a good time. All right, let's get down to some of these other chats. Bill, what's up? Any plans to get Tucker Craft in the passing game this year, or is he mostly being used as inline tight end? Most of what we saw throughout the summer when it came to the ones was he, yeah, was in line and they used him kind of on the leak out thing. They used him kind of more horizontally than vertically, but you never know. I think some of it will depend on matchups. Some of it will be depend on the scheme they're facing defensively that week. And is there a way that they think two tight ends gives them an advantage, possibly using both of them down the field? Uh, but right now, yeah, no, I, I think he will be used more in line than anything else. Now, that said, he hasn't even looked great in that regard. Like, Tucker Craft had a rough summer, people. And I, I don't think I'm telling tales out of school when I say that. And I'm not trying to be, like, a downer or dismissing the kid in any way, shape, or form. But, man, he, he yeah, he looked like a rookie tight end for much of the summer. And when I talk about how tough it is to make that jump from college to pros. He's a perfect example. I mean, he's a guy who you look at his college tape and he's trucking people and he's physical as hell. And you're like, yeah, let's get that on the field. And then you go out there against the Patriots in practice. And there's a dude like hitting him so hard that he fumbles. You know, it's just a different world, man. It's a different kind of physicality. And I don't mean to say like he can't handle it. I know he can. Uh, he's just got to get used to it. It's a very big transition. So, uh, I, I, that's, that would be my guess heading into week one. <laughs> Mimsy. Thanks for the super chat. Are you also giving bucks takes on Camille's pod? Not for all the tea in China. No, nobody wants to hear me talk about the bucks. God, no. And if you guys haven't checked out carry the G and MKE yet, I highly encourage you to do so. Camille Davis is the bomb.com. She knows her Packers. She is a passionate fan and she lives in Milwaukee and, I wanted to have the Milwaukee perspective because we have Corey obviously in Green Bay and Corey is hyper specific to Green Bay, but I understand there are literally millions of Packers fans, not only in Milwaukee, but across the state. Camille will hopefully give voice to that perspective while also knowing her shit, which she very much does. But thanks for checking it out, Minzy. I really appreciate it, man. Well, Hungarian, what's up, man? Thanks for the super chat. No known typhoons or hurricanes forecasted Sunday. Not that we know of, not in the Chicago area, but Stay tuned. We shall see. Vex, thanks again, buddy. Nagler, can you tell us about losing to a worse QB in the Super Bowl? Why Why you got to go there, man? Why you got to go there? Are you saying that John Elway is a worse quarterback than Brett Favre? Is that what you're trying to intimate here, Vex? Let me just tell you about I don't know about losing to a worse quarterback, but I will tell you, losing a Super Bowl fucking sucks. That's all I can tell you. Especially especially when the team you're playing is running the clock down at the end, knowing they have the lead and just salting away the game. And your friend that you go to school with, who is a Washington fan, but has literally specifically come to your King Super Bowl party in North Carolina, only so he can root on and against the Packers and root on the Denver Broncos. And then as they're doing said running of the clock, start to go tick tock, 
tick, 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 tock. Every time Terrell Davis carries it, and you know inside, you're like, oh my God, we're going to lose a fucking Super Bowl. But outside, you got to be like, a lot of ball game left. It's all right. Let me tell you, that shit sucks. It's the worst. Accidental Hero, what's up, man? Has Quay gotten better? Concerned he still gets stuck on blocks and isn't instinctive. I don't know how you could ever tell that from preseason tape. He played like five snaps. That said, no idea. We'll see. He was, I will say, somewhat quiet this summer, but I don't think he was asked to do a whole lot. We'll see. I'm very excited to see how he hits the ground running. Ed, thanks for Super Chat, man. We Packer fans are kind of in the same mindset as Bears fans for the start of the season. Main difference is that while there are a lot of unknowns, we know the Bears still suck. Ed Pierce, ladies and gentlemen. He's here all week. Tip your waitress. Try the veal. Matthew, thanks again, buddy. Do you have any news or insights on the international kid from Nigeria, Nags? Also, would you start Walker at right tackle on Sunday? I wouldn't. I would I would start Zach Tom. But do you mean would I be comfortable with Rasheed Walker starting? 100%. Uh, he's looked phenomenal all summer long. I, I have no qualms of putting him out there. Uh, that said, I think it'll probably be Zach Tom. Uh, as far as the international kid... Um, whose name I don't want to even try to pronounce because I'll butcher it. Uh, you know, I love the fact that he gets the entire year in Green Bay as a roster-exempt, you know, addition and gets to learn the game. Uh, you know, I he looked the part. There's no doubt about it. You talk about a physical specimen, no question about it. Uh, but I think we're probably not going to hear from him for the rest of the year. That would be my guess anyway. Um. <laughs> If Quay isn't getting ejected, it's progress. Well, here's the thing. Some I can't remember. Oh, I wish I could remember who it is. But someone in the Packers kind of blogosphere wrote an article after the week against the Patriots and said, notice all the like problems, all the fights, everything, all the all the stuff after the whistle. Quay Walker was noticeably absent from any of it. Step in the right direction, if you ask me. All right, everybody. I got to get going. Can't thank you guys enough. Oh, we got Jake. A carry the G Club member getting it in under the wire. How concerned should we be about Bakhtiari and that knee? Jake, this is a perfect example of what I always talk about. I only worry about my children. I'm not concerned about David's knee and his ability to be out there because we know the Packers are doing everything they can to make sure that he is available 17 weeks in a row, uh, barring a bye week, obviously. They have found a really good way of making sure that he is out there. We saw that through the end of last season, and we've certainly seen it through the summer. And when he's out there, he is lights out, old school, all pro David Bakhtiari. And here's the other thing. If for whatever reason he's not able to go, I feel pretty damn good knowing that Zach Tom, Rasheed Walker, hell, even Elton Jenkins are able to kick out there to left tackle. So what what, what is being concerned or worrying about it going to help? It's not. It's not going to change anything. So don't worry about it. That's just me. That's just how I'm, that's how I roll. I understand people are different. That's what I got for you right now. And I thank you for being a Carry the G Club member. Greatly appreciate it. Um, speaking of a Carry the G Club membership and Patreon membership, nobody was speaking about that, but I am now. Happy hour, top of the hour. Can't wait to see you all there. In the meantime, if you're not a member of those clubs, please consider hitting like on this video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV. We are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide.
Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go.